Well, the news cycle has been a little weak um, this past week. Of course, the coronavirus is continuing to get worse, and Trump and Biden are continually going at it. So I decided that I would sit down and tell you where I personally stand on most social issues by taking a quiz. Welcome to Guard Nation. So, I came across this little quiz, and it's 23 questions long. It's supposed to ask you over, or how you believe over social issues, and it's supposed to tell you where you stand politically. That's the whole idea, is that you take this little quiz, and it'll tell you where you stand politically. So, I'm going to take this little quiz for you right now. It's 23 yes or no questions, and I'm going to explain where I stand. Now, a lot of these questions I have a major problem with because I think the questions are framed in such a way that you're supposed to answer them. They, they kind of lead you one way or the other, so I'll explain those as I go along. But it does do a pretty good job of highlighting the major social issues of the day. Um, so I'm going to go down through all 23 of these and answer these 23 yes or no questions, and that will be my, my information for you this week. So question number one, do you think unions are good for American society? Yes or no? Uh... What do you mean? Do you think unions are good? I mean, as a, are they net good? Because, of course, unions provide some good and some bad. So I assume it's asking, are the, do you think unions are net good for American society? Yes, in theory, no, in practice. So I would say overall, no. Yes, in theory, because they are supposed to keep corporations in check, but I don't think they do a very good job of that. So I would say, as they stand right now, so I would say no. Oh boy, and we're already jumping into the, the heavy stuff. Question number two, do you believe a woman should be able to choose to have an abortion? So are you pro-choice? Okay, so abortion is something that I flip-flopped dramatically on. I used to be a hard-line pro-lifer. Hard-line pro-lifer. And then I kind of switched when I was in college and went through my more liberal spell. I switched to a hard-line pro-choicer until I actually had children of my own, and I went back to being a, a pro-lifer. So do you believe woman or a woman should be able to choose to have an abortion? No, unless three instances. And this, if you hold this view, you are pro-life. I'm tired of hearing people say, oh, I'm pro-choice because if she's raped, she should be able to get an abortion. No, that is the pro-life stance. That is a pro-life stance for abortion. Pro-life people typically say, no, abortions can never happen except for three instances, rape, incest, or health of the mother. Where having the child, you know, what would kill the mother, health of the mother. If she was raped, if it was incest, or health of the mother. Those would be the only times that uh, abortion is would be permissible. All, all other times is no. That's a pro-life position. Pro-choice means, yeah, whenever she wants to. Or some pro-choicers would say yes up to a certain point just in the trimester. But again, um, I'm going to try to have somebody on. Now that we're, I'm talking about abortion, I need to have somebody on here to where I can go back and forth on. I need, I'd like to have a liberal, on, not a leftist, a liberal on here to, to debate. Number three, do you think Medicare and Social Security are good government programs? Again, this, is, this question is designed to make you say yes. Do you think Medicare and Social Security are good government programs? In what respect? I mean, it's framed to say if you say no, that these are not good government programs, then you're a bad person. Because both of these programs are designed to help people who can't work. 
either because they're elderly or whatever or disabled. So I would say yes, again, it's the same way I would answer it with unions. Yes, they are good in theory, and yes, I do think people deserve to be helped. But no, as they currently sit, I do not think they are good government programs because they've been employed negatively. Number four, do you think the United States government spends too much money on the military? Yes or no? Um, that is a very difficult question. Do I think that we spend too much money on the military? No, I, w- I would say no. I do not think we, because I think having a huge military budget keeps American influence in the world. I'm not saying that, you know, we're, we're out looking to just attack all kinds of countries, because I certainly don't think that's the case. But being that we do keep some kind of an influence on the world, I think is uh, is very important. So, no, I would say no. We do not spend too much money on the military. Number five, do you believe the top 1% of wealthy Americans should pay a bit more in taxes to help bring down the deficit? Uh, what do you mean a bit more in taxes? What are we talking about? I mean, if you're going to talk about raising taxes on the rich, who, by the way, the top 1%, just so you know as a fact, the top 1% of Americans pay 75% of the total taxes in the United States. For all this talk that you hear about on the left is saying like, oh, the rich aren't paying their fair share. They're not paying their fair share of taxes. The top 1% pay 75% of total taxes and you want to raise it? I would say no. I do not think they should pay more taxes to help bring down the deficit. I think we should cut entitlement programs. Entitlement programs are what we spend our money on overwhelmingly. So I would say no. And again, it sound, that question is framed for you to say yes. It doesn't give you a dollar figure. It just says a bit more in taxes. It doesn't give you a percentage. It just says a bit more in taxes. So I would say no. Number six, do you think gay Americans deserve the same marriage rights or civil unions as straight Americans? Uh, yes, I, I go hardline libertarian on this issue. I don't think that the government has any business being in the business of marriage. I mean, even for straight couples. Why does the government need to know? I, I just, I don't think the government needs to have any involvement in marriage as a whole. I think marriage is a religious union. I don't know why the government's involved in it. So I would say yes, I think they do, just because I think that I've kind of had the live and let live mentality. You know, it doesn't it doesn't affect me one bit. I mean, it doesn't affect me at all. If gay people want to get married, I do think it's a sin for the Christian side of me. But again, who am I to judge? Um, I don't think we should just make thing, all things that are sinfully legal. Number seven, should openly gay people be permitted to serve in the military? Hard yes. Absolutely. I don't... Why, what is the argument against that? Why would they not be permitted? And I know that they haven't been permitted in the past. I know Don't Ask, Don't Tell was a thing under George Bush, which meant, you know, you're, you can't be gay and serve in the military, but nobody's going to ask you, so just keep it to yourself. Obama overturned that when he became the president. So... No, I, I, I mean, yes, I, of course I think openly gay people should be permitted to serve in the military. Your sexual orientation doesn't have anything to do with your patriotism. If you want to serve your country, so be it. Number eight, do you think some amnesty should be granted to illegal immigrants who have contributed to American society? So it's asking, do I think illegal immigrants should be forgiven that if they contribute to American society? Forgiven as in not serve any, forgiven as in, you know, like pardoned? No. I mean, I don't know what you mean by some amnesty. That's what this question says. Do you think some amnesty should be granted? What what type of amnesty? A pardon? No. I think when you start bending laws like that, I mean, that 
do you think a robber who's robbed who if somebody robs a bank but they donate all the money to charity should they be pardoned I mean, that's you're asking that question along the same the same lines. Like the person broke the law, but they did good things. So should they be forgiven? No, they broke the law. Number nine, do you think the Iraq War was a mistake? Oh, this is tough. So if you don't know, in 2003, we had or George W. Bush had intel that Saddam Hussein had weapons of mass destruction. So he ordered Iraq to be invaded. We lost a lot of American lives. We overthrew Baghdad in record time. Baghdad, I mean, it lit up like the 4th of July, and Baghdad fell pretty quickly. We overtook Iraq very, very quickly, but we never found any weapons of mass destruction. Overthrew Saddam Hussein, but we never found any weapons of mass destruction. So do I think it was a mistake? Yes, in hindsight, I would think it was a mistake, but not many people, and I know a lot of, maybe a lot of you don't remember back to 2003, but a lot of people didn't think it was a mistake at the time. One of those people that's running for president named Joe Biden didn't think it was it was a mistake at the time. Joe Biden voted for the Iraq War. Um because we had intelligence that Saddam Hussein had weapons of mass destruction. Now, of course, it's easy to look back and say, "Oh, yeah, that was a huge mistake. We should have never done that." Well, we we just didn't know at the time. So, yes, in hindsight, yes, I would say it was it was a mistake, but did we make the wrong call at the time? I would say no. I don't think that we did. Number 10, do you think the Afghanistan war was a mistake? which, of course, we invaded in 2001, searching after Osama bin Laden in response to the 9-11 terrorist attacks. Uh, no, I do not think it was a mistake. I think we don't need to be there anymore. I mean, we found Saddam Hussein. Excuse me. Oh, my gosh. Osama bin Laden. I mean, well, I don't know why we're still there. Um, so do I think it was a mistake? No, because we accomplished our mission. I just don't know why we're still there. Number 11, do you think Obamacare was a good idea? Again, you, these questions, do you think? Do I think it was a good idea for people to have free health insurance? Yeah, that's a great idea, but that's not, the, that's not the issue. The issue is how do you implement that? And can you implement it in such a way where, again, it's net good over bad? Because every decision, it's opportunity costs in economics. You have to weigh the good versus the bad. Okay. Do I think Obamacare was a good idea? Yes, it's a good idea, but no, I do not think it was employed very well. I mean, you had a lot of people, the individual mandate was a disaster, saying that you had to have health insurance, it costs, it blew out the deficit, it was a nightmare. So, yes, I think it was a good idea, but no, it was, it was employed terribly. Number 12, do you support the legalization of marijuana nationally for recreational use? So, I largely go libertarian on this one. I don't have a problem with states uh, or with uh, marijuana. Me personally, I don't have a problem with uh, marijuana being uh, recreational. Or, my goodness, legalized rec or nationally for recreational use. And again, this question is asking about recreational use. It's not asking about uh, medicinal use. So... Uh, do you support the legalization of marijuana for nationally for recreational use? Yes, I do. But a lot of people say it should be left up to the states, and I think there's a good argument for that. They'll just let states decide. And I know conservative states say, oh, well, that's not fair for us because this conservative conservative states would never change. You know, states like Alabama, Mississippi, Kentucky, Tennessee, you know, these states that are typically conservative, they're never going to vote for something like that. Or if they do, it'll be a long time. But sorry. I mean, that's, that's called democracy. So... Yeah, I kind of see it both ways. Um, 
I think the war on drugs was an absolute disaster. I think most rational people think the war on drugs was an absolute disaster. It bankrupted, or it cost, not bankrupted, but it cost a fortune for the United States with very little benefit. So, yes, personally, yes, I do support the legalization of marijuana nationally for recreational use. Number 13, do you think the government should stimulate the economy during a recession? And we are trying, we are seeing that right now. That question is so relevant right now during the coronavirus with the government sending out stimulus checks. And do you think the government should stimulate the economy during a recession? Ooh, yes, if the government is causing people to not be able to work. So normally I would say no, because I think the government should stay out of the economy because that's capitalism. The, you know, capitalism is, is, the, is the economy driven in the private sector, not, in, not driven by the government. So normally, yes, I would say, or normally I would say no. I think the government needs to stay out. But if the government is the force that's not allowing people to work, when the government starts shutting down businesses and telling people that they cannot work, then yes, the government needs to do something to, to try and provide some income for those people that, that cannot work. Number 14, should the U.S. government increase environmental regulations to prevent climate change? Again, this is a question that is framed for you to say yes. Like, should we do more for climate change is what it's saying. Should we do more to prevent climate change? Yes, of course we should. But at what cost is the real question. Again, it is the net positive over the, over the negative. It's opportunity cost. So should we do more? Yes, as long as it's not hurting other priorities this question is ridiculous number 15 should the government raise the federal minimum wage uh no I, I do not think the government should raise the federal minimum wage i would love to hear an argument for the government raising the federal minimum wage i feel like every argument that's for it is pretty debunked um you know i i think it's only there so people are not taken advantage of but most people don't. The federal minimum wage right now is $7.25 an hour. I don't know any job that pays that starting out. Most jobs, that's that's only there so that you, as as a true minimum wage, it's not there so a corporation can say, ooh, I only have to pay you $7.25 an hour. I cannot wait to pay you little to nothing. It doesn't. It's not employed that way. I mean, most jobs start... I mean, where, where I am, most jobs will start around $8, $9, $10 an hour. They'll start somewhere around there. Factories will start a lot higher than that. You know, factories are usually around $12, $13 an hour, $14 an hour. So that's not really relevant. So, no, I do not think the government, or excuse me, the government should raise the federal minimum wage. Should there be more restrictions on individuals who wish to purchase a gun? Should there be more restrictions on purchasing firearms? No for law-abiding citizens. I mean, not no for a law-abiding citizen. Yes for people with mental health issues and, you know, and, and prior criminal histories. Number 17. Should citizens receiving government assistance money be free from drug testing? Should they be free from... Should citizens receiving government assistance money be free from drug testing or be exempt from drug testing? Uh, no, that's a hard no. I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with the government saying, if you want food stamps, if you want welfare, if you want unemployment, that's fine, but we're going to drug test you. It's nothing against you. We're just going to drug test you to make sure that you're not using those uh, that money for illicit purposes. 
And if you don't like it, then get off the government assistance. I mean, I have I have no issues with that whatsoever. So no, they should not be free from drug testing. Number 18, should the US your United States accept refugees from crisis countries like Syria? Ooh, that is a framed it's a hard framed question. Should we accept refugees? Yes, if we can vet them. No, if we can't. I mean, the the old What's the old uh, analogy that if you have a bowl full of a thousand M&Ms, but you know one of them is arsenic, one of them's poison, would you eat any of them? You know, probably not. And I think that's true because, again, we have to, it has to be America first. You have to look at national security. You know, it's not fair for any, any American to be placed in danger just because we need to take in some refugee that we can't vet, that we can't look at them and say, oh, well, they did this, this, and this. Because you got to keep in mind, like, just use your mind, use your brain for a second. How do you vet someone from a foreign country, especially a country that's that's a bleep hole? That's a, that, that is a, you know, in a, a terrible country. How do you vet somebody coming from a third world country? Do you think they have, like, great records on what crimes they've committed? Probably not. And even if they did, think about how difficult that is to get them. So, I would say generally no, unless we have a good vetting system in place or we have a lot of information on that refugee that's coming. Number 19, should foreign terrorism suspects receive constitutional rights? So, this is pretty much asking about torture. (laughs) But should foreign terrorism suspects receive constitutional rights? No. No, absolutely not. I don't think they should. They're not American citizens. Why would we give them constitutional rights? It doesn't mean we shouldn't treat them humanely, but no, they should not get constitutional rights. They shouldn't be able to, you know, you you shouldn't have a terrorism suspect because, of course, we all know that they are tortured. It happens. They shouldn't be able to just be laying there being like, oh, my gosh, you cannot do this to me. I have an Eighth Amendment. No, you don't. You do not have an Eighth Amendment. You're not an American citizen. Number 20, should police officers be required to wear body cameras? Boy, is this a big question now. Should police officers be required to wear body cameras? Yes or no? Yes, as long as the uh, police department can afford it. And I, I know everybody's like, oh, what are you talking about? They can afford tanks and whatnot. Well, not all police departments get stuff like that. You know, if it's some small hick town police department, they probably don't have a huge budget because they don't have a lot of tax revenue. So, yeah, I would say yes, absolutely, as long as they can afford it. And it, they're becoming more and more popular, even like even smaller towns are getting them and of course i don't know why you would argue i think the main argument against it is that no we should trust cops but it's not a question of trust it's a question of if something happens you know we can automatically say it it's there for your benefit cops nothing is left up in the air i you know i I think cops wearing body cameras is more of a benefit to cops than it is a detriment it's much more of a good thing so that a cop can just say okay look i got it i got everything on camera you know, you can use that everything that you have on your camera against a suspect. So I I think body cameras, yes, should be required and not turned off ever. Number 21, should states be banned from flying the Confederate flag on government property? Yes. On government property? Yes. This is not asking about individual citizens. You can't really argue with that. Of course, individual citizens have the right to fly the Confederate flag. They absolutely have the right to fly the Confederate flag. 
this is asking about on government property. So should like Mississippi that has a state flag that has the the Confederate battle flag or the the just so you know the Confederate flag that most people know it was not the actual Confederate flag. The flag that most people know is the Confederate flag was the battle flag of the Army in Northern Virginia. It was Robert E. Lee's battle flag. The actual Confederate flag looks different and actually changed multiple times throughout the war. But should states be banned from flying the Confederate flag on government property? Yes, because slavery aside, there's only one thing that's worse than slavery, in my opinion, and that's treason. And I think that the Confederate flag represents more treason than it does slavery. And so, and even though, it, which is, it does represent slavery, in my opinion, and it, but even worse, it represents treason. Because it was some, one of the things that people just, like, don't think about if you wanted to serve, because people are like, oh, Southern pride, oh, the South will rise again, oh, I'm so proud of where I come from. Really? You're, you're proud of treason? Are you proud that Grandpappy, you know, shot U.S. soldiers? I mean, think about that today. Those Confederate soldiers shot U.S. soldiers. Those were, those were soldiers in the U.S. Army. Think about that today. Could you do that? Could you shoot members of the U.S. military? You conservative that say you're a patriot and you love your military so much, could you shoot U.S. soldiers? Well, Grandpappy did. Are you proud of him? It is okay to say, you know what, I, you know, it wasn't great that he did that. <laughs> Number 22, should terminally ill patients be allowed to end their lives via assisted suicide? Ooh. Yes, I would go libertarian on this. I, I think people are in charge of their lives. They, can, they should be able to do what they want with their lives. If they feel like that it is, that they want to end it all, it is their life. I would disagree with that, but it is their life. And yes, I do think a terminally ill patient should have the right to end their lives humanely. And 23, should women be required to register for the draft when they turn 18 as required by men? Just so you know, guys, those of you that are listening to it, if by chance you are under the age of 18, under U.S. federal law, you when you turn 18, you have to register for the draft. Now, we have not had drafts since Vietnam, but if your number gets called up, you're going to the military, somewhere in the military. And this is asking, should that's all men. Women are not required to. Should women be required to register for the draft? Yes. I mean, of course. I mean, argue argue against that to me. I'm surprised it hasn't changed already. Um, the only argument I could say no is like, no, traditionally women stay on the home front and work the jobs and, you know, you know while the men are away, which they did amazingly, amazingly with in World Wars One and Two, Women stayed home and, and held down the home front and worked the jobs while the men were away and did amazing. I mean, domestically, the United States was, was booming because of women. So I could see that as a no, but I don't know. I kind of go back and forth on that one, I guess. But yeah, I would say overall, yes. I think women should be required to register for the draft. All right. Let me tally up my numbers. Okay, according to this, I am an independent. I am the middle. <laughs> I am in the middle of a left wing. The the choices that you could be are left wing Democrat, moderate Democrat, independent, moderate Republican, right wing Republican, and I am independent according to this. Okay, well that is not too far off. That's not too far off at all. So I will take that. And I want to thank you for listening to this show. If you want to ask me any questions, if you want access to this uh, quiz, I can give it. Uh, just let me know, and I will send it to you. 
You can um, ask me questions or get in contact with me at GardNation at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter at GardNationShow. That's at GardNationShow um, on Twitter. And make sure if you're watching this on YouTube that you like and subscribe. And you can comment if you want to. Ask any questions and I will more than happily uh, get back to you. Thank you for listening to Garden Nation. <laughs>